Aloha, and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Wedding Talks podcast. Today, I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, DJ Dan. DJ Dan is a very well-known and sought-after DJ on Maui. Besides being an incredible DJ, he is also an amazing MC and sure knows how to set the vibe for your wedding day and get the party started. So welcome, Dan. I'm thrilled to be here, Caleb. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy. Everybody that I've chatted with and told that, uh, you know, I've with this podcast, I can't talk enough about it. And so whenever I'm talking to vendors, I'm like, Hey, you should be on the podcast. Or I'm like, these are the people I've interviewed, or these are the people that have coming up. Whenever I mentioned to people that oh, I have DJ Dan coming up soon, everyone is super excited. And, uh, you're, you're very loved in the industry. I'm very humbled. Thank you. And that's, that's a true story. That's not just to, to boost you it's, up. It's crazy. <laughs> um, can you tell me just a little bit about your background and how you became a wedding DJ? Like a lot of things, you set off trying to do something else, and then you get pushed into a different direction. I had been a very high-profile nightclub DJ here on Maui. Back in the the 80s and and 90s, there was just two nightclubs in Hawaii that were really high-profile, and they were both here on Maui. One was Spass at the High Regency Maui, and the next one was Tsunami at the Grand Wailea. So this is back in the days when these were flagship hotels and very, very high profile and, and destination properties that people were coming from around the world to be at, including lifestyles of the rich and famous, celebrities, athletes, movie stars, rock stars, etc. So I kind of got to be in this circle for all of these years. And I thought, well, this is really cool and really fun. And so I ended up starting to do some corporate work. And then that kind of veered into, hey, can you help with this wedding? Uh, sure, sure, sure. The wedding industry hadn't really taken off until maybe the turn of the century, tier 2000, and I guess it really started to grow. So I was kind of ground floor as it was beginning to happen. Then I said, okay, this is fun. This is lucrative. And this might be something different. I was at a crossroads whether I wanted to be in hotel food and beverage management, or I was going to continue on with this wedding DJ business. I knew the club scene was going to come to an end for me. So I had to make a choice and I decided I wanted to be happy and I wanted to be a- around happy people instead of in a management position. Weddings are insanely beautiful. They're insanely fun. And the energy obviously is is great. So that's kind of how it all started around 2000. And it just took off from there remarkably. I, I feel like you're you're the same as me because... I, I've had jobs in the past where one of, one of them was being an EMT and, you know, God bless those people who are first responders. And I just can't be one of those people. I have to, my like personality or my like emotions are not like dictated, but I, I really feed off of happy moments and happy people. Like I was a sailboat captain and that was like an exciting and fun job. Everyone's on vacation and now weddings. And I, I think we're the same way where it's like our, I couldn't just be around somebody as an EMT and like everyone's going through their worst day of their life, most likely if there have to be in an ambulance. And, uh, so weddings in that way, you know, the more the, the couple and the, the mood is elevated and excited, the more I am too. talk about extreme spectrum leap from yeah. worst day of someone's life to working with people on the best day of their life. That's a great choice. Yeah. Um, one thing that's really cool too, is we worked a wedding together and I think it was, uh, Eric and Carolyn last year. And it was at that moment, Olawalu. I knew that at Olawalu, I, I remember there was something special about you because we've worked together before that, but I just, we were filming the first look with 
uh, Carolyn and her dad. And I look over and I see you just grinning ear to ear. I think you were even crying and you're yeah. filming the first look with your phone. Just like, you know, you're out of the way. You knew where to be. You're a professional, but it's, I was just like, wow, he has so much excitement and stoke and love for weddings and you've been doing it for so long and you're still just like there every day, just putting your heart and soul into it. And I just thought that was like amazing. I'm still emotionally moved every day, Caleb, by what we're able to do. Those of us that have been doing this for a while or somebody like you, you're dialed in to that moment and how special it really is. And if you can't get that energy back on you of that moment of love as a first look, oh, you're doing something wrong. So yeah, I'm emotionally moved all the time and yeah, I get choked up. I mean, there's, there's super talented people in this industry who do view, I think, weddings as like a paycheck. And, you know, that's fine. Everybody can do their business, run their business however they want. But I think the people like, like you who really connect with the emotions of the day, um, I think there's just a special spot in weddings for you. So I think my mom told me, find something you love to do. You'll never work a day in your life. Don't do it for the money. Do it because it's something you love to do. Money will follow. So I've made that my philosophy. I don't do this for the money. I do it for the emotional connection of sharing love. If you can't get a buzz off of that, something's wrong. So money comes, money goes. Uh, human emotion is really spectacular. I love that. That it, it, That's what keeps you passionate about creating these memorable Absolutely. moments. So music sets the tone for the entire wedding celebration. How do you work with couples to curate their perfect playlist um, that reflects their unique style and creates an atmosphere that resonates for their vision for the day? You know, this is really the funnest part of the whole job is the music preparation, finding out what people like and what they don't like. Everybody's different. Everybody's unique. We all have different musical tastes. What we like, somebody else may not like. So it, it's really kind of fun to see what people like. So I'm really excited when I have a chance to talk to music. So I work with the couples in a sense that I try to find out what are their likes and dislikes. Nowadays with technology, it's super easy because people all have streaming services such as Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal. They can start to put together a playlist. And I suggest have fun. Sit at home, have a glass of wine, and start throwing stuff into your playlist. And you're going to see that it starts to grow. And then I'll be able to get a really good picture of what you like just based off of that. Now, I'll use that as a guide for what we're going to do for the soundtrack of the night not always what sounds good at home translate to what's good on site in live moments. So I'll just use it as a guideline. I'll try to hit as many of those as I possibly can, but let's see what the energy of the crowd is, what the energy of the night is, and we'll take all these ingredients and come up with the perfect recipe of, of, of music for the night. Yeah, I feel like to some extent, you know, if somebody's like, I really love this Bon Jovi song and then like with just your years of experience you're like you've got you've got it on the list and then like you're sitting there wedding day everything's going you're like if I play this Bon Jovi song right now it's just gonna kill the vibe or it's gonna raise the vibe like you'll know so I think just having those years of experience and being able to read the room probably is a huge thing I like to get permission from them ahead of time I'll say hey please allow me the ability to do what I do and putting these songs together 
and, and creating your perfect mix. Some are going to work and some are not going to work. And once they realize that, they go, oh, that's great. Just do what you have to do to make this work. And it's pretty simple after that. That's good to have that base and then go with your expertise. And then too, when the couples are willing to trust you uh, and do what you do best, then I think that's when our best work shines. Same thing I was talking with Dimitri and Sandra and that was the one takeaway they wanted to get out there was just like, you know, trust us. That's when, when we can be creatively flowing and do what we do best, you're going to have the best images. And it's the same thing with a lot of aspects in the wedding industry. Everything changes. And as a professional, whether you're a cinematographer, a photographer, an entertainer, you have to be able to adjust on the fly to make things work. And that's where professionals come in. Yeah. Yeah. It's those years of experience. Um, So over the years, you have undoubtedly witnessed evolution of music trends and preferences. How do you stay up to date with the latest musical styles and genres uh, while also honoring the timeless classics that continue to be loved by couples. The timeless classics are the fun part of it, Caleb. You know, there's certain songs that you just know are going to be money. Yeah. <laughs> that are going to hit. Uh, I'll give you an example. For Journey, Don't Stop Believing. The yes. song has been around for 35, 40 years. And yet, everybody still knows the words to it. So I always try to get that in right there at the end of the night because we're peak now and people are screaming the lyrics of this song out. They've had a couple of drinks and it's that caught up in the crowd and it's like being at a show. So those, those are fun things. Um, yeah, technology has changed the way that people listen to music and some of the newer stuff doesn't always cross over yet to weddings. It seems like weddings are a little bit behind what may be currently popular. But again, as people suggest their favorites, they'll throw in a few new stuff and you still got to get at it. But again, there's those classics that are going to work no matter who you are, how old you are. And, and when they hit, the energy is palpable. It's just crazy fun. And then speaking to what you just said, how you're kind of building, right? And there's a peak and you have like those certain songs, you know, are going to hit and also probably the ones of the couple's favorites. And if they work with that peak, um, and then as a videographer, whenever I'm filming a wedding, I always tell the couple, if you want me there for the dancing footage, have me there for a little while during the dancing footage, because right when everyone gets out on the dance floor, yeah, they've had a couple drinks, they're starting to get dancing, but no one's really like loose yet and having like a ton of fun, like right off the bat. Like you can't just get five minutes of dancing footage and then be done, I think. So to, to have good dancing footage in a film and my vibe, at least for my films, is very upbeat and happy. And I think it matches really well with some of those end of the night moments. But yeah, I, I always tell people like, have me there for like an hour into the dancing footage because that's when people start, they recognize that I'm there with them dancing and I'm getting all this footage and you're hitting your groove with the music and just everything kind of comes together and those really fun party moments will definitely translate in the film. So um, I know we work together a lot on that too, even at some weddings of like, hey, like I'm leaving in five minutes, like is there a song in your repertoire that like we could uh, play right now to get everyone on the dance floor? And I, it seems like you always know exactly what to play. So. There's always something in my pocket that I could pull out at a moment's notice that's going to pack the dance floor and, and be able to capture those moments for the photographers or the videographers. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you got, you got the ace in your sleeve. Yes. Um, so each couple has their own distinct tastes in music. How do you ensure that you strike the right balance between catering to the couple's preferences while also keeping the dance floor energized and engaged for all guests. So I know we talked about this a little bit, but yeah, what if there's like a must-have song, but you just know it's going to kill the dance floor? Like, how do you navigate that? 
you got to go with it. If yeah. this is their must-have, because we don't know. There may be a story behind this particular song that I don't understand. And I look at that and I go, oh, man, you're going to make me play this, huh? But then you play it, and there's a meaning and a purpose behind it, and then people go crazy for it because there's a story tied to this particular song. So you go, okay, now I get it. But again, the, the point is just catering to what their must-haves are and, and trying to keep my personal... Uh, tastes out of it, whether I think it's going to work or not. I'm constantly surprised, Caleb, and I love being surprised like that and being proven wrong that this is going to hit. Trust me, it's going to hit. I said, okay. Boom, there it goes. And then, yeah, uh, trust goes both ways, right? You got to trust the couple. And um, yeah, no, I really get that. That's cool. Um, As a highly regarded wedding DJ in the industry, uh, you're loved by all. Um, you've built a strong reputation among vendors and couples. Um, how do you foster positive relationships and um, collaborations with other wedding professionals to ensure a seamless uh, experience? I think it really comes down to just one word, and that's communication. And you and I have talked before multiple times about how important that is amongst those of us working an event. The teacher has to communicate with the videographer and the photographers. It's crucially important. This is live, live theater, live show. We have one chance to get this right. The DJ can't all of a sudden say, okay, well, now I'm going to do the cake cutting and not tell anybody. This has to be a team effort. And we have some amazing world-class professionals. And the more often we work together, the more often we are comfortable with each other's styles and needs and wants and then the ability to work together and say, okay, let's get this. We're going to do this in five minutes. Uh, we're going to do the parent dances, or we're going to start with the toast here shortly. Do you need to move your lights? So we'll go like that so that when it's time, all of us are ready. Now, we have these folks who come in from the mainland as photographers or videographers, and we've also had this conversation. They're not quite dialed into that. They've got their own way of thinking, and sometimes I just step out of the way and, and let them go. But... Again, I can't emphasize enough to anybody listening, use the people that are here on Maui. We have amazing world-class vendors. I can't for the life of me understand why you would bring in somebody from the mainland who doesn't understand lighting, who doesn't understand the team that they're working with. Yeah. Spend the money on local. Yeah, I 100% agree. Um, Just we're more in sync with each other, like what you're talking about, like just your example of moving lights. A lot of times it's like either toast and then dancing or dancing and then toast. And so as a videographer, especially if it's dark out, I have to have those moments sort of pre-set up. But instead of just being like, okay, we're going to, instead of you saying, okay, I'm just going to give you a couple of moments to move the lights. And then you've kind of got this like dull moment where there's no songs playing. Like you always know how to seamlessly move from one thing to the next while giving us enough time to move our equipment, but not having like a dip in the vibe or a dip in the the energy of the, the, the mood of what's going on. So that's something I really respect about you is we're able to work with you very easily, but you're able to switch it up and um, just give us more time when we need it. Or we're like, hey, we're all set up. And then you're like ready to roll right into the next thing. So I think being able to work well together um, with people that you work with often, but then being able to uh, pivot when you need to is something that's amazing. And yeah, I think I think it's okay to hire mainland people. I think it's entirely up to the couple, Yes, each vendor that they choose. And I just think that you should definitely do your research. So there's divas out there and people who just kind of do it their own way. And if you can eliminate 
as much stress and um, maybe unexpected things that are going to pop up at a wedding. By doing that, or a way to do that is by hiring local people who have worked together a lot, who have run hundreds of weddings together and just are going to make your wedding flow. And because you said it's a, it's a live event. It's only happening one time. So yeah, it's again, it's all about communication. And when you work with people over and over again, not only have you developed a business relationship, you know, each other's personalities and you know what they're going to need and want. So it makes it flow so much easier behind the scenes uh, you can come out with a perfect product then. And and I, I am biased towards all of our local vendors, yeah. We have world-class talent. I can't say it enough. Well, it'd be, a, it'd be a different thing if we all work together and we all make things flow and we're all average. But we're, everyone here is world-class and we all work together and everything flows really well. You know what I mean? So It's, it's awe-inspiring to see the level of talent we have here. I look at everybody's work. I look at the films that you guys put out. I look at the videos uh, and photos that the photographers put out as well. It's constantly humbling how many talented people I'm able to work with and to be on that team. It's just amazing. Yeah, there's world-class talent. Um, going back to emceeing for a bit. So how do you strike the right balance between keeping the energy high and allowing the spotlight to shine on the couple and their special moments? It's funny, as a nightclub DJ, it was really all about me you know, and my energy. And I'm quite interactive with the crowd as a nightclub DJ because you're just trying to get everybody to a fever pitch. So I'm on the microphone a lot. It's about me. Now, as a weddings DJ, it's all about them. It's not about me at all. I'm just there to facilitate their wishes. So I dial it back. Uh, I say what needs to be said when it needs to be said. Uh, I have a nice flow, a little bit of humor, but it's not about me. It's about them. And generally, once the music starts, you don't hear from me again until it's the end of the night type of thing. So I let the music speak for me instead. So uh, I learned, had to learn to hold back some of that energy and let the music speak and less of me. One thing I really appreciate about you, too, for the emceeing portion of the night is during the moments between speeches or between the father and daughter and uh, mother and son dances, you always have something to say. It, and I love it too. It's, it's not too much. Like, it's not like you're rambling. It's not scripted. Like you've, cause I've worked a lot of weddings with you, but like you say the same thing over and over again. Like once the mother and son dances over, you say like the same one liner. It's, it's always different. It's always unique, but it's always heartfelt. And that's also something I've noticed about you too, which I just, Wanted to throw that compliment out for you. I'm grateful. Thank you. Uh, part of it is just being in the moment and, and recognizing what's happening and, and being able to express that verbally and, and moving on, not saying too much. Yeah, it's, it's about knowing the, when to say something and exactly. what to say and when you're rambling. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I get it. Uh, so looking back on your extensive career, do you have any particularly um, memorable or heartwarming experiences that you would like to share? Anything oh stick gosh, out? Oh my you know, Caleb, with nearly over 2,000, maybe 2,500 weddings here on Maui, I, I've seen a lot, as we were talking about earlier, I think I've seen it all, and then you think you haven't seen it all, because <laughs> yeah. something happens. There's some that just really touch me that you'll remember forever. I, I could think of one at the Ritz-Carlton, uh, maybe 15 years ago or so, the father was dying of cancer, the father of the bride. He made the, the journey to Maui. It wasn't easy for him to be here, but his goal in life before he passed was to be able to walk his daughter down the aisle. 
So the wedding is set up and I'm providing sound for the ceremony and then uh, the golf cart shows up and the father is frail. He gets out of the uh, golf cart and meets his daughter and he begins, it still stays with me. He starts to walk his daughter down the aisle and I look around and all of us are just bawling. We're just crying and I'm emotional still thinking about it now, what that moment meant to him what that moment meant to her. And this was his last goal in life, was to be able to walk his daughter down the aisle. He did. Uh, He got back in the golf cart, and he went back up to the hotel, to the air-conditioned room where he was going to be comfortable. But he made his goal, and this was his last wish to be able to do. Now, in speaking with the bride and groom afterwards, uh, they were saying, well, we actually got married ahead of time just in case we had to cancel the wedding if my father had passed. Now I'm crying again at, at what a special moment this was. So, you know, you just dial into the human emotion of what a wedding day can be and all the, the gamut of emotions that run, whether it's extreme happiness or so much joy that someone was able to be there. So you laugh and you cry. I still cry. I still get emotional all the time. There's father-daughter dances that just tear me up uh, because you understand that unconditional love between a parent and a child. For parents, we know. So to see that moment in someone's life come to fruition, I lose it. I can't help it. I'm just very fortunate that I can feel these emotions. In your front row, you can see everything that's happening. It it makes my life all the better to feel this. Yeah. I... There's a little blurb on my website. It's actually on the homepage that um, your your wedding day is not the most important day of your life. It's it could be the best day, the most fun day, the most joyous day. There could be some incredibly important moments that happen, like you're talking about the father walking, um, and that could be one of the most important moments of his life and her life of you know um, him walking her down the aisle. But the the day as a whole is just it's not the most important day of your life. It's it's just a day that is very high up there and you can plan for it. You have all these moments captured and just, um, it, it can be one of the best experiences of your life. It could be the best day ever, but it's, there's just those moments. I think moments in life that you can't plan for are the most important ones. Like maybe your uh, son is born a couple days early or something. And so just like that, you know, moment of, you know, joy from holding your son for the first time or your kid taking the first couple of steps or maybe, the, the night that you meet the love of your life the first time or traveling or, you know, walking your daughter down the aisle. There's like these like little moments in life that maybe you weren't even planning on being the most important, but then when you look back are. And I just think that weddings are so important because I, as a whole, I don't think it's the most important day of your life, but those moments can happen. And I think the more that you're just true to yourself and that you have a day that is you can be a little bit selfish about you too and your love then, um, and are surrounded by the people that you love, then those moments can appear. I agree. I, I think it, it's a very important day of your life, but sadly, as we know, not all marriages are successful and maybe people get married a second or third time until you find that right one. So was that the best day of your life? Not necessarily. I, I think we touched on this briefly that the birth of your child may be the best day of your life because now you're really going to experience unconditional love. So yes, weddings are one of the best days of your life, and this may be the best day of your life to that moment, but you've got a lot of life left to live. There's going to be some other great moments down the road. Yeah. And I guess with all that, it's like, it's, it's just one of those days that you can, 
actually plan for and you can pick the right people to be there to make it go well and so that you're not worrying, you're not stressed, you're able to enjoy those moments without anything in the background of your mind. And so I I guess just hire the right people because in the day of, you're just not worrying about anything else besides being in that moment. Um, so on a, on a lighter note, what advice would you give to couples who are in the process of selecting a wedding DJ for their special day? Um, what should they consider when making this decision? And how can a skilled and experienced DJ like yourself contribute to creating an unforgettable celebration? Well, first of all, I think they should always hire DJ Dan. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I agree. I have to say that anyway. Uh, you've got to find the right person that's going to fit you. Uh, sometimes we're hired blindly by a coordinator for them. But a lot of times people want to chat with you, whether it's on the phone, via email, uh, even a Zoom call. And some need a little bit more hand-holding than that to, to, to make their final decision. So there's times where I've interviewed with people in person and they chose somebody else. Well, that's fine. Maybe they felt like I wasn't the right fit. It really is important to find someone that's going to fit your feel, your vibe, your energy for the night that you think is going to do the best job. And it's a hit and miss for them. I know that I'm always going to bring a quality product or presentation to their event. But if they don't feel like I'm the right one, that's fine. I don't take it personally. You move on. But do your research. Talk to your coordinators. Talk to other vendors. I think that's always a cool thing to do is, hey, what do you think about so-and-so, what do you think about this person? And you start to get the same names pop up after a while, then you know you're dialing in on potentially the right person for your event. Exactly. Yeah. Um, being that we've all worked together out here, there's definitely going to be those names, like you said, that float to the top. There's a top tier of wedding professionals here on Maui that work frequently. And they work frequently for a reason, because they're good at what they do. And they work good together. And they deliver as we've said before, a world-class product, whether it's film, whether it's photos, whether it's entertainment. When things go right and when things go wrong. Because, you know, there's those moments where the timeline's behind, the weather comes up. Uh, I, I don't know. There's, there's, there's moments in a wedding where it's just, it's a live event where things can go wrong. And it's like, you know, I don't want to put a downer on this, but it's when you see those professionals still with a smile on their face, working through, working together to ensure that you still have a really great day. That's when you know you've hired the right team instead of somebody who just is like, well, I guess it's, oh, you know. Here's a good story for you. So it's Oluwalu again. Yeah. And I'm sitting out there. So it's a small wedding, maybe 20 people. Just got back from vacation the day before. I'm totally relaxed. I'm into this wedding that's going to be just great, nice flow. And all of a sudden, as Olawalu is prone to do, the skies open up and a torrential downpour comes down. Bam! Right on top of me. I don't have time to move my gear. It's flooded out. It's washed out. Short-circuited. Done. Now, what are we going to do? Now, you could say, well, that's it. We're done. We're done. We're going home. No. I start thinking, what can we do to make this work for the rest of this party? I got it. I'm going to back up my truck. I'm going to open the doors. I got great speakers on the doors. And I'm going to plug in my laptop into my car. And we're going to party with the speakers off of my car. So it worked out perfectly. They got their first dance. They loved the improvisation of it all. And, and again, it's just thinking on your feet. This is live. What can we do to make this work? 
I had a wedding at Ulawalu also where I think there was a it was a windstorm or something and the like a, a power line went down. So they had no power at the whole place. I think that might have been with you. And um, I know for the ceremony, we had to figure out something. They had some music they wanted to play for the ceremony. And I remember I was like, okay, like I'll back up my truck. It's got a plug in in the back. I'll keep my truck running far away so you can't hear it. But then we'll we'll plug in the DJ speakers to that. And so that can at least have sound for the ceremony. And then we'll figure something out later. But, you know, ceremonies in 20 minutes. So yeah, it's that camaraderie, the the uh, the willingness to pull together and just do what needs to be done to make things happen. Again, these are professionals. Uh, who, who live here, who improvise and can think on their feet and understand that this is going to go regardless. What can we do to enhance this and, and problem solve this and make a really fun result out of it? So lastly, do you have any uh, advice or maybe a tip for couples choosing Hawaii as their destination for their wedding? This is a really uh, unique and incredible place on the planet. Uh, we're the most isolated landmass anywhere on the globe, Hawaii is. Uh, it's always been a place of desire for people to travel to, a dream. So when people do make that choice, I'm going to get married in Hawaii, I'm going to get married on Maui, it, it, it's very much a dream of theirs. So we want to make that dream come true. I, I, I can't think of a better place to get married than Maui. Honolulu is great, but it's Los Angeles in the Pacific. And Maui still retains a lot of that uniqueness that it's always had. So it's a highly desired location. It's not easy. It's not inexpensive. So when people make that choice, uh, they've made the right choice to, to go to Maui. Again, best people in the business are working here. You're going to have a, a, an event that is beyond your wildest dreams, here on Maui when you hire these great world-class professionals. So I'm happy to be a part of these teams. It's very fulfilling. Well, we, we love you. I, I love working with you. And uh, I know that's uh, a sentiment that a lot of people in the industry have is they, they love working with you. So I'm very happy that you were able to come on the podcast and share your experience and your stories and your knowledge. And um, yeah. I'm humbled to be able to do what I do, Caleb, and humbled to be able to work with great people like yourself. I, I drive away after every event going, man, I can't believe I'm still getting to do this for my life, to be able to share these moments, to have these experiences. Uh, everybody, by the end of the night at 10 o'clock or whenever we're finishing, is at their peak happiness for their day, and I got to take them there. So it's very fulfilling. I love that. I love that. Well, thanks, Dan. I appreciate it. Great. Thanks, Caleb, and continued success with the podcast. We all love it. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more, feel free to follow us on Instagram and also visit our website at www.hawaiiweddingtalkspodcast.com. Mahalo. See you in paradise.